Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am your host, Mike Rains, aka Poker and Top Politics, and I am joined as always by Sarge. Welcome from the internet. And the inscrutable L. That's me, my beautiful babies. <laughs> so uh, we are back. Um, we had our technical difficulties that I uh, complained about on the internet yesterday, but we seem to be under a new and improved system. Audacity was never our friend. Zencaster has always been our best friend. And uh, having not uh, sponsored by Zencaster, <laughs> yeah. But nice. if Zencaster wants to sponsor us, we are absolutely slaves for money. So yes, all of that. Oh, and you guys don't even know. In that lost episode, we talked about everything, everything that would bring down Q any day now. Oh so yeah, we will, when we when we get it back, that lost episode, it has it all. Yeah. Much like the 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 uh, mail Tucker Carlson had stolen from him that was con- confirmed the massive election fraud and swing this thing to Trump, uh, we actually confirmed the actual identity of the Q poster and we're about to out him. And then when I went to hit save, it just deleted all of it, and we can never get that back because that's how the world works and that's what logic is. And, there's, and, and that means that you guys missed out on a bunch of cherry end jokes like the full loaf and blade and put some raisins on on it and you know just a bunch of madcap shit like that so uh you know hopefully at some point we'll be able to recover that we could put put the missing pod online as a like a patreon reward or something <laughs> yeah oh man the day someone's actually able to scour my terrible hard drive and figure that out will be the greatest day ever um but beyond our horrible technical difficulties we also deal with the horror of QAnon, so that requires a content warning yay content warning The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Uh, Also, what I wanted to bring up after letting you know what you're getting into was... After we um, know that we have your discretion. Yes, now that we have (laughs) discretion, yes. Um, 
we have had an uptick in uh, listens over the past few weeks, which has been very uh, like in- encouraging that more people are listening to us. I, the ele- post-election craziness and all that kind of stuff has, I guess, made us an outlet for people to want to like hear things, and that's wonderful. So uh, hopefully that continues to work out that way. Hopefully more and more people will actually tune in. If you really enjoy what we're doing, uh, please consider uh, donating on uh, patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. And uh, helping us out, almost all the money is going to go back into the show. Uh, Zencaster has like post production options that we got to pay for, so we definitely will be doing that with this money. Uh, on top of that, unlike yeah, the Trump campaign, oh, the Trump campaign takes your money and they run. Uh, Sidney Powell and Lee and Linwood and all these other grifters. Uh, you're financing their trip to Tahiti. Rest assured of that. I love it uh, for the most part. Sorry, you could just throw in that little elbow like apropos of nothing in pretty much anything we're talking about. You just like, we could be talking about just like the most random madcap shit. And he could just come in from off screen with a, unlike the Trump campaign, blammo. It's always right. It's always true. Well, that, that was him. That's where uh, Mike was supposed to be like us. Unlike the Trump campaign, we're spending your money on what we say. We are the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Get it right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. read my I'm mind. Sorry. I'm sorry I didn't. I, I'm sorry I didn't dunk that basketball. I apologize. But uh, speaking of other people who actually do the work that others claim they're doing, uh, if you don't want to give us money, please give money to Love146.org, an anti-human trafficking, anti-child trafficking uh, campaign that actually fights that stuff. Whereas QAnon just screams about it on the internet and then ties up the phone line of people who are actually tracking this stuff down, so they can't do their jobs. QAnon is a net negative in the anti-human trafficking fight across our globe. So, uh, yes, nuts to those people and uh, props to love146.org. And beyond all that, of course, give money to the Democrats running for Senate in Georgia so that we can take control of the Senate and actually pass real legislation that will help people instead of instead of letting Mitch McConnell be the god emperor of America for at least the next two years and, per- and perhaps the rest of his life because Mitch McConnell is a demi-lich monster monster that destroy our nation but most importantly give that money to us did, did we say that part already sorry we can we, 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 we can cut this out in post right yes yes we absolutely can <laughs> money please we want to keep making oh. podcasts we're just oh, like, we're just like sh- shaking our shaking our hats at you while you just try to enjoy your day listening to the podcast on the sub uh, subway on the, on the sub yeah on the submarine when you're when you're taking your your u boat commute in the morning God what the fuck yeah. is wrong with me <laughs> I was like sub is short for subway right and then I was like no it's not it's short for a whole different vehicle in a whole different medium in fact. Yes. Oh man, I, I take the sub to work in my underground. I'm under sea <laughs> station or whatever. Oh my god! Now I'm punchy too. Uh, yeah, and, and now all of the now all the people that are listening at home are like, "Holy shit! What, what sort of, what sort of nonsense did we miss in that forgotten podcast?" And uh, you know what? All I all I got to say to that is, put some raisins on it. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, just literally head in his hands. So goofy. Dude, I'm, I'm fucking so good at this podcast shit. I like Kevin Smith, who's a hack, am I right? In jokes and callbacks. I guess you've never heard. This is the content our audience craves. Make it fucking esoteric. That's 
what it's all about. This podcast is literally going to just be me laughing for 60 minutes at this point because you've broken me. You've completely broken me. Welcome to the Donald Duck podcast. You can understand, you can only understand every third word, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah. I'm L. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is the L solo podcast because uh, my grades is now debilitated. We're yeah, here to break you, like Ivan Drago. We're gonna we're gonna have to give Mike Raids, uh, our, our boy here, uh, like eight to ten seconds worth of recovery time in the form of our intro for cues in the news. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite death cult been up to this past week? It's time for cues in the news. Uh, so, uh, what we have been having is, uh, basically Griftathon, uh, 2020 is just roaring across social media as, uh, the woman who used to be a part of the Trump illegal campaign and was then removed for being too insane, even for Rudy Giuliani, uh, Sidney Powell is now declaring that apparently America is her clients and she <laughs> will never stop until justice is done for America. And that means that we're going to have uh, to give her lots of money to save us from Joe Biden being elected president. Uh, she put out the call uh, to grift and for people to give her cash. And she's been retweeted by praying medic major Patriot uh, all these different QAnon dirtbags. I don't know if they're getting a cut out of this or if like they're just so psychotic that they think she's actually going to do work on their behalf. But it's really impressive seeing QAnon being turned into a multi-level marketing grift campaign where you have Sidney Powell at the top of the pyramid and just these idiot morons below her shoveling money up to her in an effort to like quote unquote save America, which again means finance her trip to Tahiti. I mean, it's just, it's really mind blowing that these guys aren't selling their own shirts, coffee mugs, t-shirts, podcasts, whatever it is you would do, but they're actually telling people, Hey, give money directly to this lawyer who is going to do fucking nothing with it. Has she try to use this whole Q nonsense to make a quick buck. Anyway, that Patreon is at poker politics. If you want to go ahead and give us your money, we'd really appreciate it. Has she said what she's going to spend this grift money on? Has she solicited money? Uh, She's just talking about this being like the legal fund for her campaign to overturn this corrupt election. This is the whole like release the Kraken thing that she started uh, like a week or so ago and has led to now just bullshit as it were, where she's constantly getting ready to file the lawsuit. She's constantly on the cusp of like revealing her evidence. Oh yeah, baby, keep going. I'm on the cusp. The evidence, it's coming. Oh, she's edging. She's edging QAnon so hard. You have no fucking idea. It's such aggressive edging. Oh God, I'm about to litigate. Uh. Oh, the litigation all over you. It's so incredible. The, uh, and what's really funny was, uh, Tucker Carlson was like, Hey, so give me the evidence and I'll let you present it to America. And then she was like, no, no, thanks, bro. And then Tucker went on his show and said, well, I told Sidney Powell to give me the evidence. I'd broadcast it to you all, but she wouldn't do it. So I can't do anything. So them's the breaks. I don't trust her anymore. And of course, QAnon being rational, coherent people looked at this and said that Tucker Carlson's out of the Antichrist and is enthralled with Joe Biden and Moloch. 
the literal Christian devil, as it were, and wants to destroy humanity. So this is how you lose favor with QAnon, is refusing to indulge their fantasies. (laughs) Tucker Carlson strikes me as the sort of guy who goes through a high school fundraising car wash twice. Absolutely. Oh, God. He is all of these things. Uh, I think of a way to describe my, my visceral reaction to that guy. That was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, he and, the, and what I love about him in the in this context is like he is such a absolute like white nationalist sack of shit dirtbag. He is like everything QAnon has ever wanted in a person who's on television. And because he won't rate Sidney Powell's bullshit, not good enough for QAnon, just unacceptable. And that just it just blows my mind that like the purity tests you have to clear day in and day out to stay in QAnon's good graces are so intense that the moment you finally go, hey, guys, the emperor, he's he's naked, his dick's out, I can see it, it, it this isn't great. Like, the moment you finally break and admit it's not true is the moment they just cast you out. Like, all of your past works are meaningless. You must maintain the lie forever or else you're scum and you've always worked for Satan and you were always a double agent and we hate you. I mean, this is Tucker Carlson for a second to talk more about this idea of an adult children's book called the emperor's dick is out. I think (laughs) this could be the next to go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) The emperor's dick is out. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I just never want to see that. An incredible modern retelling of the emperor's new clothes but literally just the emperor's dick is out. I, the people want to see it. I think that, I think it's, I think it will, I think it works. I think it'll happen. I mean, I think someone's going to steal it from us and they're going to make a mint off of it. Cause all you just have to do is have a caricature of Donald Trump, just butt ass naked with his giant floppy belly uh, like barely not concealing his micro penis. We, we, we need to, we need to mail a recording of this podcast to ourselves. That's, a, <laughs> that's how that works, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. We have, yes. We have to prove that we had this intellectual property before the emperor's dick out book arrives in time for Christmas. Cause someone's going to slap dash that thing together. Like you read about, I mean, that someone's going gonna, gonna to slap that dick just right yeah. for the holidays. <laughs> yep. You, you know it. You oh god. Yeah, this, this, this is gonna we're we're gonna do a, a tight blue five every every podcast. <laughs> this is our, we're workshopping this. It's a stealth segment. We buried it in cues of the news. <laughs> uh, and um, so we have Sydney Powell just aggressively grifting everybody, and this uh, turns to her partner in crime, as it were, Lynn Wood, uh, who. Um, is a right-wing ambulance chaser. If you remember the uh, Covington teen who got in the face of that Native American activist, and and then there was that giant brouhaha, and then the right-wing media was like, you were taking it out of context. The kid did nothing wrong. And then the the kid had some people like pull some strings, and he got to go on television and cry, and then they sued CNN and all all that stuff. Lynn Wood was that kid's attorney, 
And then Linwood became the attorney of, of Kyle Rittenhouse, the idiot who shot those people in Wisconsin, where he went to a protest with a gun exclusively to kill people and then killed people and became a right wing hero where people are like, hey, Donald Trump, if you happen to like leave office, please pardon Kyle Rittenhouse on your way out the door. A national hero. I mean, it's like, no, he's a murderer. He's just a dumb piece of oh, shit. He, who killed his, he used his stimulus money to buy that gun. Oh yeah, he uses Trump bucks. He spent that. He used that twelve hundred dollars to buy an AR fifteen with which to kill people. He was, he was stimulating his self defense. Yeah, he, oh, he had self defense on his mind when he loaded up that weapon and then traveled across uh, state lines with it to a different place. He was just, yeah. you know what? I have to defend myself. And it's just like uh, y- yourself seems pretty well de- fuck. Oh yeah, he, he was pretty well defended. Do, do, I do thought the, do, for a long time. Yeah. Who even knows? I like he definitely traveled across state lines with an with an illegally purchased gun to shoot people. Well, maybe he purchased it legally, but yeah, the, I, the, the, the yeah the illegal firearm uh, charge is probably the least of his worries. But uh, so anyhow, do you think anyone on Earth could get this kid off? Uh, wow, no. what, a, what an out of context uh, line there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that anyone on earth could get this kid acquitted of the crime that he is has allegedly committed? Uh, if they could, it's not Lynn Wood that would be able to do it. I promise you that. Uh, Lynn Wood is going to somehow get that kid convicted of like 16 other murders that he was actually not involved in. Because that's what happens when you have one of these uh, fame whore parasites for a lawyer attach themselves to you. Um, they just put themselves in front of the media 24 seven and your case is whatever it is. Cause they don't really give a shit about that. They know, they know which way the wind blows when it comes to their day in front of the jury. And that is you fucking murdered those people. You're going to go to jail for forever. And that's just the way this works. There's no actual like legal process here. This guy is just using Rittenhouse as a way to build his brand and to grift and that's it. And the suckers don't see that. The suckers don't see that everything is a scam to these people. Mostly, I'm just pissed off. When, when we started this segment, I thought that Lynn Wood was the guy who wrote Hamilton. And I thought I was going to get to go on another <laughs> rant about corny rappers. So the, 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 the truth is just much worse. That's what, yes. even worse than the rapping in Hamilton. I said it. Uh, you are, you yeah, are yeah, Rose Beastie Boys. Got yeah. You really have high standards for rap. Who are rappers that are acceptable to you, L? I mean, I, I, for what it's worth, I actually think that Lin-Manuel Miranda is, is a great writer. I just don't think he's particularly good at rapping the stuff that he writes. I feel like anybody else could probably do it better. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, like, I, I, th- I think uh, it depends on what sort of mood I'm in. I mean, I appreciate pop rap as much as, like, you know, the, the next person. But I, I do listen to a bunch of, like, indie stuff, like... You know, stuff on the Rhyme Sayers label, like Aesop Rock and Atmosphere and Shaw Rock. And, uh, but, you know, I, I fucking do like, I like Bobby Shmurda. Now, that, that song makes me want to dance and throw my cap in the air until it disappears into orbit and then Moon from DuckTales plays. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so those are some rappers that I enjoy. So, if you think that those rappers are corny, feel free to get at me on Twitter and explain how the BC Boys are better than them, and I'll tell you how you're wrong. <laughs> This is what you came here for is like hardcore rap uh, intelligentsia engagement. 
and uh, discussion. Certainly, of, certainly not discussions about the Q phenomenon. <laughs> the Q phenomenon, that's just going to go away. I mean, Trump lost the elections. Those yeah. people, have, they've just given up. They've thrown They're out the door. Yeah, people oh. about rapper forever. This Q shit is temporary. Yeah. Um, oh, also today, the uh, Epoch Times uh, seized upon some uh, ridiculous legal filing in Pennsylvania that was basically like, and they started screaming, Judge halts certification of Pennsylvania vote. And if you actually read the article, it's about like outstanding votes that have, or have not been counted yet and blah, blah, blah. And, cert- and it acknowledges that certification of Pennsylvania already happened. Uh, Biden won the state. Trump lost the state. Biden's going to be president. That's just the way this works. And um, again, this this dumb thing, because the Epoch Times is I don't even know if they're a QAnon adjacent at this point. They're just basically QAnon. Uh, they have just thrown in with this misinformation bullshit in the hardest way imaginable. And they're just like, hey, look, everybody, we got a shot in Pennsylvania now. And. Between that and Rudy uh, going to a hotel to piss and moan about the election today, and Trump was supposed and to join us in front of an underage reporter. Yes, oh, <laughs> that's, I gotta imagine that's just the move, right? You get home from a long day of doing whatever the fuck Giuliani does, and then you just lay down and touch your dick in front of a minor. Yeah, the, the emperor's new penis. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So no, that, I think you got that wrong, but we're we're just gonna roll with it anyways. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, Rudy's giving his speech today and it's so funny, like looking at the two like feeds of my Twitter timeline where I have on the one side, like humanity that it's just looking at Rudy, like just shitting himself in public and making an even bigger clown out of himself. And then I switch to the QAnon feed and I just see people weeping with gratitude as Rudy Giuliani is bringing the hammer down. And finally, we will have justice. Finally, this election fraud will be exposed and the world will learn the truth. And it's just, it's, it's just so- trying to escape his skull this time. Uh, I, I'm not sure if we actually talked about Rudy Giuliani melting. Uh, Rudy, yeah, the, the, the Rudy melt that we had from the last press conference is no longer there. Uh, right now it's just Rudy, uh, basically being in lighting that is akin to like every low budget police interrogation scene where like, there's like one light kind of swaying above his head and his face is cast in shadows and he's just like trying to muddle his way through a speech and you really can't even see him. And then, like, they actually put a witness on, and the witness was, like, literally cloaked in darkness. And it's just, it's so unprofessional. Like, the fact that this time they were whoa, able to... Whoa, 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 You're describing the actions of Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, as unprofessional? I don't believe it. It's so weird. It's so wild. You would, you Again, you would think a man associated with uh, the president of the United States would be able to do things like figure out lighting, blend his hair dye in without like then standing under a hot lamp and melting like a wax candle. Uh, he was giving a press conference in front of a lawn care company. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's such an unbelievable shit show. It's so ridiculous how bad they are at every single thing they do. And 
it, you just cartoonish, really. It, it 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 is in some ways completely unbelievable that this is real life and that these Republicans are real people. Truly, they are the scrappy dudes of politicians. Yeah, they're like the thing that thinks itself the underdog, but is really supported by all the power in the world, and like everyone except for the idiots hates them. It's really bizarre that like this is how like the. Trump administration ends with him being like him being a petulant little child is like one thing, but you would have thought that like between uh, all the other people running the campaign, like Steve Bannon, who like appeared to be somewhat coherent and all this other shit, at least the grift on the way out the door would have a professional sheen to it that they would not just be like the most incompetent bunch of clowns all running into the clown car and stepping on each other's giant feet as hard as possible on their way out of town. It's so fucking messed up that like that this is this is the end. This is how this four-year shit show in America is finished by a guy standing in front of a lawn care uh, building with hastily stapled Trump Pence signs behind him. How much do you while- think that Four Seasons Lawn Care got paid? How much? I mean, what's the appearance fee for supposedly the president at Four Seasons Lawn <laughs> Lawnscape? What I oh someone had, I mean I bet we could call them and find out, and then on top of that. What would be really funny is if you called them, got that number, and then were able to somehow like find like a Giuliani staffer or flunky and get them to tell you what they what they told Trump the number was so that they could just grift money off the whole thing. They're like, yeah, Donnie, they said it's going to be 75K in order to get the spot. And meanwhile, like uh, Four Seasons is like, I don't know, like five grand, whatever. Just make sure the cameras are out of here in 45 minutes. We don't know how this works. And they're just like, oh, yeah, 70 grand grift. I mean, Rudy, Rudy told the Trump campaign he needs $20,000 a day for his services. I mean, this is such an audacity. 20,000 a day to melt on camera. Yeah, yep. the, the fluids they have to pump into that man's body to keep him alive are not cheap. In fact, I guess some of them are harvested from children, but don't let QAnon hear about it. <laughs> waka waka. Uh, holy I, shit. I was blown away by that. I just like, could have come on stage literally attached by like medical tubing to some like eight-year-old orphan girl. It's going to be great. And then QAnon's going to have to spin that. They're going to be like, ah, ah. She's not a real little girl. She's just a clone. It's okay to get adrenochrome from clones. Adrenochrome. Get on it. Style Rudy Giuliani comes in like a golf cart with a a mounted child on the front running blood straight to him. (laughs) Yup. Rudy, what's that? That's my blood bag. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's that, that's the, my sustenance. It's the adrenochrome that keeps me alive. Now, uh, if, you, if, if you could all keep the child in a perpetual state of terror until it expires, that's that's what I need. That's how I actually uh, subsist and sustain myself on in this mortal coil. Yeah, the, the uh, fear laden adrenochrome tastes the best, but you're not even eating it, sir. Shut up! It's delicious. <laughs> God damn it! You beat me to the joke. <laughs> fear blood tastes better. <laughs> It's like that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark with the fear soup. Oh, or that's right. Uh, that's right. I'm myself. Or the movie Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. is a huge part of the QAnon world. The amount of people 
people that have created uh, memes and art, turning John Podesta into one of the monsters, uh, sucking adrenochrome yeah, out of joke, little- you're joking. No, you're, you're really not joking about this? Are Isn't you not? Crazy? Yeah. I thought not- you were doing a goof. Yeah, well, I thought you were doing a bit. What? No, not fucking joking. They are obsessed with Monsters, Inc. They think Monsters, what? Inc. Hollywood telling on themselves and openly admitting about adrenochrome. This is a real thing that is like bedded bedded deep. Show notes. We're talking about Monsters Inc. and Q now. Yep. Yeah. This is a real thing they really care about. They're obsessed with it. Like they really feel like the story of Monsters Inc. is just Hollywood admitting that this is what we really do to people. This is the crime we commit. And we've made it into a lovable children's story so that you suckers will laugh at it and not think it's true when the horrible truth comes out. Like all of it. This is Yep. Why do they always, they're like, this is them outing themselves. Why is that? Why Why do they think this global cabal of evil child harvesting monsters is so dumb? Uh, they, because they always have this like bullshit narrative to explain why they're able to catch them. It's something that the Illuminati New World Order people have always talked about. It's something that Alex Jones brings up all the time on his show. Uh, it stems like from back in the days of folklore where like a vampire couldn't enter your house unless you welcomed him in. It's this big thing. It's like the Matrix where you have to, on some subconscious level, consent to what the bad guys are doing or else they can't do it. And like why they can't do it is never actually explained. Why... Uh, God can't just step in for any reason is never explained. Why Lucifer needs to like put one over on you before he can do his bad things. None of that's ever explained, but they just live in this perpetual belief that the bad guys got to let you in on it somehow or else they can't hit you with it. Like the Riddler has to tell Batman what he's going to do or else not to bring up Riddler. They, they just, so they just think the global world spanning cabal is Riddler. Yes, that's exactly right. They they have to. They are they are some some way bound by tradition or the archetype of their character, like the vampire or whatever it is. They have to. They have to make sure you're cool and you're good with everything before they can actually step over the threshold and then begin to drain your blood to uh, control the earth. Yeah, you're you're, ta- you're talking about them like they're crazy, Mike. But if you fucking stab uh, Hillary Clinton in the chest with a wooden stake, she will die. So permanently, vampire yeah, confirmed. I think so. I think this is. I think you're onto something here. I mean. If I if you actually go through everyone who is supposedly in the cabal, Hillary Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, George Soros, if you drove a stake through any of their chests, you would kill them. Yeah. So I, I mean I could kill which one with a wooden stake right now. A Lost Boys style, which one is the head vampire so we can destroy all the other vampires, right? Uh, I I would think that like that would probably be like Soros like oh, if, it's, it's, it's it's like prequel battle droid rules you just kill you kill the 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 command the command center and all the other ones die mm-hmm. yes yeah this yeah this is uh, also known as the aliens from Independence Day rules yep or the alien from Avengers or the aliens from Avengers rules the Chitari. <laughs> 
just everything. Every every time you don't want to explain how you can actually beat an army of 20 million monsters, you just say, if we kill the leader, they all just either uh, explode or give up or whatever. Like Wait, the, that military technology, let's, let's fucking make war real simple. You just like tag one guy as the golden snitch on each side. If you just put a... <laughs> I can't believe we lost to fucking Canada. Why couldn't we find Justin Bieber fast enough? God damn it. I just love that. It's it's Stratego. Once you, if you capture the boss piece, you win. Yes, that's it. That's the the whole game. Yeah, it's so, everything everything about them is just like, it's based upon making it a game so they're allowed to play it. And that's it. Like, when you ask them, like, how are they able to figure out all this stuff? Like, why does every music video have Illuminati imagery in it? They're like, well, it has to. That's just the way the game is played. And it's like, when did... Illuminati guild laws? Yeah, Yeah, the Illuminati guild laws require, like, three upside-down crosses in every, like, ten videos in order to make sure that, like, the proper level of satanic imagery is in all of the uh, shows. Like the CBC, but for Satan? Yeah. There's so much, so much hell and Illuminati is required to be in in their media. Yes, they gotta have like this much of sexual depravity, this much of outright satanic imagery, like all of these different and very important rules that need to be followed to the letter in order to properly brainwash uh, the world and enslave us all to Moloch. That's that's the way it works. But to bring it and all back, I think it would make it really difficult to masturbate to Lady Gaga videos if you're if you're like a part of the cabal and you're sitting there just trying to get your stroke on and you're just like constantly having to receive transmissions from your overlords. Do they give you like a little journal that you have to write the shit down in to make sure that you're keeping the notes? I mean, who the who the fucking signals for? Oh, that, that's like one of the other things that's really funny about this because they've had to explain. <laughs> Thank you. They've had to explain the signals because. First of all, it was like uh, they said, oh, these signals are designed to like brainwash us and like manipulate and control us and make us like do whatever it is they want us to do and put the subliminal messaging into our brains for when the trigger word is used. And then when like that became like kind of obviously not what was happening or they just claim it's going to happen many, many years down the line, they would then bring up, oh, they're doing this as a sign of uh, fealty to their satanic overlords. So like whenever you see a music video where they're doing this stuff, they're just giving like the shout out to their bosses, like their, their leaders. And they have to constantly be pledging fealty to them publicly or else their bosses like get sad and then like uh, beat them up and like replace them with new uh, pop stars that will uh, constantly pledge fealty via symbolism in perpetuity. You know, to be fair, that is that, that that is sort of like, you know, Christian God's kind of jam, right? It's just like you have to pay him constant lip service, otherwise he doesn't like you anymore. Yeah, yeah, I go to church you gotta, every you gotta, Sunday. You gotta go to church every Sunday and sometimes on Wednesdays and you know, heaven forbid on a Thursday and you're like you just constantly gotta be big enough to God. Like you win your Oscar, first and foremost, you gotta thank God. You win your Academy Award, which is like Chris Pratt's in trouble, right? <laughs> Wait, Chris Pratt's in trouble with God? Yeah, no, for God. Oh, Chris yeah. Pratt's in trouble for God. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. His church is a little too off kilter. Oh, right, right, right. His uh, his like weird uh, like little culty group of Christians that don't really like gay people. I think was their deal. 
So yeah. is he is he with the cabal or against him? Yeah, can you be half uh, Christian? Half cabal. <laughs> yeah, I'm half cabal on my dad's side. My mom doesn't fuck with Moloch. You have one lizard eye. <laughs> You've got like half a triangle over your eye. <laughs> you have you have three 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 on your forehead. Yeah, yeah. Your, your your cross is just sideways, like ninety degrees. Yeah. <laughs> All I can think of is like that line from like "Drop It Where It's Hot," where like uh, Snoop Dogg's like a blue fog on my backside, but only on the left side. So it's like the left side's the cabal side, the right side is your right with God and good Christian side. You just you're just you're just uh, checking out both sides. You see what their offers are. It's just playing the field here a little. Half I mean. God, yeah, you're, 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 you're wearing a Nazi uniform under your uh, ally uniform, just in case. Yes, just <laughs> that's a Thirty Rock yeah. reference for my friends at home. Yeah, uh, Moloch look like uh, Moloch actually is a giant bull. He's a Canaanite god from back in the days that was known with known about with human sacrifice. And then in modern times, uh, because of Bohemian Grove having a giant owl statue, uh, Alex Jones and the Illuminati nutters then transposed Moloch into an owl. But there's no historical references to Moloch being an owl until, like, basically the Illuminati nuts got into it and started making it into a thing. So actual Moloch is, a like, a humanoid bull. Like, bullshit Moloch is an owl. Um, it's kind of like how the eye of Providence was like a Christian symbol back in colonial times and like in perpetuity. And then when the, that thing got put on the back of the $1 bill, suddenly people lost their shit. It was like, this is a satanic symbol. This is a bad image. And it's like, no, this was a Christian thing for fucking forever. It was called the eye of Providence. It was God majestically surveying his land and giving us his blessing. And now people are like, nope, that eye is bad. It means Satan. Because symbolism can mean whatever the fuck you want it to mean. That's why it's symbolism. What sort of God would let their symbol be taken by Satan? Could you imagine that? If like you've got this cool pyramid eye, it's doing it's testing pretty well, like people are enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, like a, a bunch of people, like in this fucking new country that's only ever been around for like a couple of hundred years, they just start saying that it's Satan, and now Satan gets the eye. Fuck that! I'm God. I'm taking my shit back. <laughs> that's gonna be what causes the 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 actual apocalypse. That's when when the rapture happens. It's gonna be God. He's just like I'm taking it back. <laughs> God is God is going to take the eye back from the Satanists. He's going to take the rainbow back from the LGBTQ community. There's like so many things that have been appropriated by others from God, and he's not going to tolerate it anymore. He's going to bring the hammer down, and it's all mine again. You no good so and sos. The rainbow is my tribute to the seven remaining humans left on Earth after I killed everybody else. The rainbow is a side of genocidal slaughter that I, your loving God, committed. Well, all those people were bad. Yes. And God could not have foreseen that because he's not all-knowing or anything. Hey, sometimes you re- you got to reset the Civ game. Yes. Yeah, things are just not shaking out that uh, that well. So you're just like, you hit the flood button, and then you hit the test button, and then you wait for a while until you start accruing faith again. <laughs> I've I've watched L like reset. Just like this Civ game is not going well. Boop, just blow it up. 
Yeah, and that combined with all the incest stuff that you haven't seen me do uh, means that you're right. I think I am God. Are you Moloch? We have a I am. And I'm, several, I'm, I'm, I'm bull owl. He's in your chest. I'm a little confused on this imagery. Uh, <laughs> I guess at some I guess at some point we should actually go into the Q drop uh, <laughs> portion of the podcast, even though it is hard to get excited about Q drops. We already took to task. Uh, in the secret forbidden pod that is now locked away behind the wall of time forever. And <laughs> we we definitively proved beyond a shadow of a doubt, no one could ever doubt it, that Q was fake, and we took everyone down. Yes. Everyone. I thought that, everyone. We, I thought that we proved that Q was Wesley Snipes, star of the Blade trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure we did that. Absolutely we did no, that. Q, we alluded that Q was Deacon Frost, primary villain of the first blade movie wow you sound like you do that without even having to look it up on google or anything (laughs) what a robust and comprehensive wealth of blade knowledge (laughs) uh one thing i was gonna bring up before we get into the uh, q drops as it were oh please uh, even more yeah uh was just uh the fact that if you're wondering where Q's been for the past over a week, as it were, it's still sleepy time for Q. Oh, Those he's tuckered out. The little guy's all tuckered out. Those massive three drops he made, again, two of which were literally nothing. That's all we've gotten. That's all we're going to get. The guy that's here to save the fucking world from the child eaters was just sort of like, hey, this post-election controversy, you all fucking handle it. I, I got shit to do. He's all out I- of crumbs. He's all out of crumbs. He's just he's he's just out grilling. He's uh, he's living his best life, not trying to communicate to us what we need to do to save the world from the the Biden administration and the rise of the Antichrist, which seem like important things, but not really. Well, it's obviously our fault that he's gone dark because you know we we weren't listening hard enough when he was being loud, so now he's just taking it away from us, and he's just gonna, he's going to let us he's going to let us swim on our own. He threw us into the deep end. We don't have Q's steady hand keeping us above water anymore. The storm wave is here. It brought the full loaf with it. Put a raisin on it. <laughs> <laughs> all of these things, all of these things are accurate and true. So uh, having said all of that, we're now going to uh, dig into the incredibly meaty Q-Drop 36. So we're going to split this up into uh, two parts. The first of which is just like table setting by Q about what's going to happen. And then the second part is very important to our current days. It's like a 20-year delta or something. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Military intelligence. No media, no leaks. How many MI generals have been in out of WH in the past 30 days? Focus on Flynn. Background and potential role. What is the common denominator in terms of military backgrounds close to POTUS? Why did Soros transfer the bulk of his public funds to a NPO? Why is this relevant? Who owes a lot to very bad actors? How can she repay as payment was made under promise of victory? What cash payments occurred by BO during the last 90 of his presidency to foreign states and or organizations? What slush fund did AG Sessions, through DOJ, put an end to? How does Soros, Obama, Clinton, Holder, Lynch, etc. all net many millions of dollars, normally within a single tax year? What was negotiated on the tarmac between BC and Lynch? Remember, it was expected HRC was going to win during this time period. What if the Wizards and Warlocks tipped off a local reporter as to the supposed unscheduled stop? Okay, so... My God, the Wizards Wizards and Warlocks. Yeah. Oh, God, those Wizards and Warlocks. Like, that dumb insider term. That that is the put a raisin on it of QAnon. That's like the dumb thing Q's like throwing out there to just see if his audience will accept it. He's like, can I get these idiots to buy into Wizards and Warlocks? The answer is yes, Q. Yes, and like every can. time I look at it, I'm fucking still confused as to whether or not they're the good guys or the bad guys. I'm pretty sure they're the good guys, but it does confuse me every time. Good guys for Q. Yes. The, the pro yeah, I mean, not, pro- not like actually good guys. Let's, let's, not, let's not go crazy. But they're, 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 they're according to the QAnon mythos, they're good guys. They're good wizards and good warlocks. Yes, they're all these things. It is so like bizarre that this is what they um, that they accept that because I mean, like you would think that like wizards and warlocks would be like a scary thing for like bad people, but like Q's like, no, nah, the wizards and warlocks are good. And they're like, okay, we're with it. We're in. No now problem. They, and they dropped that. They, they don't use that anymore. Wizards and warlocks. Oh, they haven't. They didn't use wizards and warlocks for like forever. Like that was just a. It was like a weird thing he just mm. threw in lexicon like a long time ago and then just gave up on I, I, I did that for, I, I did that for a while I've been I've been workshopping uh I've been workshopping the phrase put on some dick weight to uh to, to stand in for for having an erection yeah. and uh you know it did like you, you got to test it in conversation with some people and sometimes you, you get a good reaction sometimes you get a negative one you just got to work it in there but unfortunately, with such a phrase, it means that you do have to try to bring up erections in conversation more often than normal, which is kind of awkward. No. Uh, it looks like, I, like- I, I just did a word search for Warlock, and it looks like the last time he busted out the phrase Wizards and Warlocks was in February of 2018. So it's been like over two years since we've had Wizards and Warlocks in our lives. That was, that was when the Emperor initiated Order 66, but for Witches and Warlocks. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the, the witches and warlocks pour, pour a 40 out for them gone too soon they they gave their lives to try to save America from the cabal but they just That's, couldn't do it that was yeah. the exact date where J.K. Rowling decided to post something openly transphobic for the first time on her Twitter and uh, that was when witches and warlocks got cancelled or wizards and warlocks <laughs> and also witches, they're all, they're all cancelled now all cancelled for forever oh man, That's yeah that's when the Ministry of Magic fell one of the things I love in this uh, Q drop, I just noticed it, was that he 
has like Obama, Clinton, Holder, and Lynch all making many millions of dollars. And like, they're just like people that were in office, people in government, like you could potentially make up a thing about that's kind of shady that they're making millions of dollars. He also added George Soros's name to that list. And it's like, George Soros is a billionaire who's like in every stock market in the world. He is like a trader who does all that kind of stuff to make the huge bucks. He's basically Warren Buffett, only not Warren Buffett. So it's like, how did George Soros make that money? Because uh, that's his job. That's what he actually does for a living. I do like how, just- how, how astonished Q is when politicians that making more money than their like salaries would indicate. They're just like, how is it possible to make more money than what your salary is? And it's just like book deals, appearance fees, just like being on reality TV shows, you know. The same way that Carol Baskins makes her money. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Hillary did better than I thought she would on Dancing with the Stars, but it was eliminated in the first quarter of the season, as expected. Uh, She'll become more well, popular when she kills her husband and then feeds him to tigers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if she, if that was the sequel to uh, The Tiger King, that'd be the greatest thing <laughs> in the history of the world. Uh, I do. We also got a "Why is this relevant?" which is important. You got to throw that dumb quote in as many times as you possibly can if you're Q. Um, I mean, l- luckily, it, it, the fact that he repeats it so frequently is kind of good news for us because it will hopefully help us try to stay relevant uh, when, in our discussions and talk less about Blade. And <laughs> Blade is never not relevant. Ryan Reynolds needed that movie. So so uh, okay uh, okay Mike so break it down for us what, what's the meat of uh, of the first half of this this lengthy post? Uh it's mostly the fact that like this is like kind of what we're building to like well, military intelligence Flynn this is the, the Q is getting his ducks in a row he's getting the army ready for the big payoff that's coming right down the pike any minute now. Uh, in the form of like the massive arrests that are going to take down the deep state and finally finish off the cabal. And also um, all this like illicit money. Cause like uh, when he talks about like the transfers of money to the bad actors, he's talking about the Iran deal that all the Republicans hate and all that kind of stuff. So basically he's saying that like Obama and all these people, they thought they were going to keep the gravy train rolling by having Hillary in office and now that's not happening. So they're desperate. They're flailing. They're looking for any way to pay off their debts. And now in their weakness, in their panic, Q team is going to pounce. And um, Q team six. Yeah. Q team six is getting ready to take care of business. Now the back end of this Q drop, while it celebrates our victory over the cabal and the fact that they're about to be destroyed, it also brings up what would have happened had the cabal actually won this election and that terrible uh, timeline. What if the NSA, under the personal direction from Adam R., had this meeting miscat and logged under a false identity to prevent bad actors from locating, while also verifying two said players, all was clear, no logs? What really happened when the Wizards and Warlocks revealed what they had? Was Comey forced into the spotlight shortly thereafter by choice? Right before the election, no doubt, which would cast suspicion? These are crumbs, and you cannot imagine the full and complete picture. If Trump failed, if we failed, and HRC assumed control, we as patriots were prepared to do the unthinkable. This was leaked internally, 
and kept the delegate recount scam and BO from declaring fraud. Dig deeper. Missing critical points to paint the full picture. There is simply no other way than to use the military. It's that corrupt and dirty. Please be safe and pray for those in harm's way as they continually protect and serve our great country. So prepared to do the unthinkable. Oh God, oh, the unthinkable. You, I missed you. So, like, this is like what's going to happen to like QAnon in our timeline. The closer we get to Biden being sworn in, is that they're going to have to pivot from uh, legal remedies, like that ridiculous thing I told you about, where they're like, "We stopped the certification in Pennsylvania, but you actually didn't," and all this other nonsense. Joe M. like tweeted out today that like there's a big lawsuit happening in Nevada, and the trolls are getting scared. And it's like, no, Nevada already certified their election, idiot. Shut up, Joe. But eventually, like when the when the Electoral College like meets in the states on December 14th and casts their votes and like that's official, then they're going to have to pivot from this like uh, Sidney Powell, Linwood, Rudy uh, legal defense of what's going to happen to the military is going to swoop in and arrest Biden and Harris on the day on the day of the inauguration or some shit because they can't let it go down because the moment Biden becomes legally the president. Um, the adrenochrome harvesting farms open up again. Uh, the wheels Wallach- start turning. Blood, the blood starts flowing. Yes, all of that. Uh, the, the spice flows again. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just all of fucking, that. Oh, that fucking old song from the Chips Ahoy commercials. Da 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 there has to be this DSX machina that saves America and the world from its fate. And that DSX machina is obviously uh, this ridiculous um, military uh, attack on the civilian government of America that QAnon would be totally cool with. They'd be like, yeah, they did it. The civilian, our civilian government has been toppled. We now live Yay. under a military- we have under a military junta the way George Washington intended. So this is what they're going to be like hanging their hat on. Probably like I'd say from like Christmas on to inauguration day. <laughs> wow. Once they, Busy. Once, they, once they realize they're not going to get the Kraken, they're not going to get the big payoff. They're going to spend the last three weeks just like waiting for the military to step in and just like save the day. And then when Biden finishes getting sworn in and starts like giving his speech about healing America and let's all be bros, like that's when they're just going to absolutely lose their shit and like just like throw their remote into the television and then go on Twitter and start screaming about how the world has fallen. When Joe Biden goes to get sworn in, I hope more than anything that an actual literal kraken disrupts the event. I want. (laughs) A beast from the fucking depths to burst out of the stomach <laughs> or whatever. I just fucking start going ham sandwich. I'd watch it in DC just after, and then and then uh, that that horrible woman Sydney Powell could just be like, "I told you, the Kraken." <laughs> She's like there, like a fucking like seashell headdress with like a staff. <laughs> She's calamari from Cuphead. Uh, she's. Yeah, it, like that would be great. It's just the ending of Watchmen. It's just this giant squid exploding on the dais 
where Biden's being sworn in. And we're just like, oh, shit, we're being attacked by the squid monster. What the fuck? We never could have expected this. We should have listened to Sydney Powell. We should have oh, the Q team always one step ahead with actual uh, monsters from mythology waiting to save the day from the cabal. So that doesn't mean by the unthinkable. They, 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 weren't, they weren't talking about like just using regular military. When the military was a separate thing. When they were talking about doing the unthinkable, they were talking about unleashing the Kraken. Yes, the an actual physical Kraken was just going to not come to us via the sea, but actually burst from the Earth's crust and then just begin destroying things. It's just actually that, Cthulhu. That's what they meant by unthinkable. Like, if you think about it, your mind will break. So, you know. You're just, <laughs> gif of mind exploding. Scanners. <laughs> yeah. So this is the playbook. This is what's going to happen on the day uh, Biden's sworn in. Yeah, just like spinning off of that, the Kraken happens and it's just destroying the whole world. And then you just realize that like Biden's wearing a yellow suit for some reason. He's actually Hester. he's actually he's actually a minion of Cthulhu. He's part of the mythology. That's why his ancient form was able to rise to the presidency. Oh, it'd be so great. I'm just- he's from Innsmouth, Delaware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how did they not put that together? Bro. Oh, if you. Uh, Someone needs to just post that on the internet, and half of QAnon will believe it to be true that he was born in Innsmouth, Delaware. That, that that'll be a thing they'll just accept as like actual fact. Is there nothing they won't believe? No, really, there isn't. Uh, what they won't believe is when actual facts like hit them in the face, like <laughs> uh, Newsmax, which is like literally OAN but just with a different name. Newsmax like came out yesterday and like they just said and the, and this is how this was how desperate Newsmax was to couch it. They were like, we confirm that Biden has won Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Nevada because they've uh, the states that have certified their results. We have not confirmed that Biden has won the election due to Trump's legal challenges. We're just confirming he won those states. And QAnon was like, you fucking shills, you pieces of shit, you fucking sellouts. Newsmax is fucking dead to me. And it's like, guys, like Newsmax is literally just reporting news. And that makes you sad. It's like, it's incredible what, like what they need from their media to be making my big racist man in the White House lost. And it makes me sad. This is true. It, it makes us all sad. Yeah, losing a big racist man is is painful. It really hurts. My, yeah, my big racist man in the White House is going to be part of the same series as the Emperor's Dick is out. <laughs> yes. It's the sequel. It's, yes, my racist man in the White House is leaving. That's like yeah, that's part two. Who might, cares about Christmas? Is the, the yeah the next one? Right. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Horton hears some black people moving into their neighborhood, so they leave. (laughs) That was a little mouthy. Uh, You're a little mouthy. Yeah, boom. Roasted. Take that, that, Sarge. How fucking dare you? You don't come at me. I come at you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get on with it. This next (laughs) job is fucking boring as shit. Yeah. The next, the next cue drop is not great, so we can whisk through it fast. They are the true patriots. Mm-hmm. We will never forget. Let these coming days be remembered in our history as the time we fought to recapture the Republic from those evil bad actors who for so long have sacrificed the good people of this land for their own personal gain. Fight the good fight. Let 
justice be served. The evil bad actors. I love the double nonsense there. Oh, it's yeah. just the, the following next day, evil bad yeah. actors. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> that is a deep cut ref. Oh God! Shout out to Uncle Obama's banana. <laughs> yeah. So, like again, this is all like this is all prefaced on the fact that Q is bullshitting with a tight two-day window to when he actually has to uh, reveal the prestige, where he actually has to give us the arrests and the uh, we have to actually see results. The payoff is coming. So Q is just building up the drama for that moment. And he's telling us the military is going to be coming in any day now. They're going to be like storming the gates, arresting uh, John Podesta. And then for some reason, they're going to wait three days before they arrest Huma Aberdeen, which seems like a bad idea. It might give her some time to skip town when she like reads the Q drop that Podesta is getting arrested on 11-3 and she's getting arrested on 11-6. And then Podesta does get arrested. She's like, oh shit, they were telling the truth. I better fucking get out. Obviously, since we know nothing happened, it's just like reading this now. It's just like, let these coming days be remembered in like days. It's like parentheses, like 20,000 days, 30,000 days. <laughs> let yeah. some number of days be remembered as the days when we started talking about maybe Civil War Two, And it's just like, like historians are like from like 200 years from now when our country is a creator are going to look back and be like, boom, this is when it happened. No, I think I saw on Twitter, like, we're living in the the events leading up to paragraph in a history book. And I just I was like, well, yeah, that, that sums it up way more than I like it. Uh, well, that's the way I mean, I felt that way a lot before uh, Trump lost. Now I feel like we're just dialing the pressure back a little until, again, the Kraken burst out of the earth on January 20th. And then we're all fucked again. Yeah, but, he's uh, that good shit. Yes. So uh, uh, unlike, unlike all these Q lunatics, uh, you know, we, we we were not just edging. We were we were getting to climax and then it happened and we ejaculated a Joe Biden all over the presidency. Yes. <laughs> now now it's a refractory period. Nothing like nothing bad could happen during the refractory period. No, the country's all figured out. It's making polite conversation with the Biden campaign. And then uh, at some point it's going to be like, so are you going to like leave or <laughs> maybe I'll go be here for four years. Do something. <laughs> so uh, now we uh, conclude the reading of the ancient Q drops with Q drop uh, 38, which uh, has, uh, which has it, which ends with a payoff that's promising a payoff down the line any day now. Four carriers and escorts in the Pacific. Why is this relevant? To prevent other state actors from attempting to harm us during this transition? Russia? China? Or conversely, all for NK? Or all three? Think logically about the timing of everything happening. Note increased military movement. Note NG deployments starting tomorrow. Note false flags. Follow Huma. Prepare messages for reassurance based on what was dropped here to spread on different platforms. The calm before the storm. Oh shit, boys. We did it. We finally got here. The storm! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right, baby. The storm is finally here. We did it. (laughs) We've been waiting for so long. 
story for so long. And then we are at the calm before the storm. It's so close. Any second now, the actual storm. The, 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 the three-year calm that precedes every storm. <laughs> that incredible calmness. The ever still air that we've been breathing for three years has continued to remain that way. First of all, I hate to break it to Q, but at least this last year has felt very much not calm. <laughs> Second of all, I don't really see a storm on the horizon, so maybe I need I to... Not looking. I wonder if there's a button on this air horn app that will let me take back that air horn because the storm <laughs> does not seem to be. I need to, I need to I pick up the receipts for that air horn. Yeah. So, like, the, the, what's really hilarious about this is that uh, it's talking about how, like, literally we had um, aircraft carriers deployed, like, in order to maintain peace while this massive civil war that's going to take like three days is raged in America, the national guard's about to be deployed. Like Q is just ramping up this bullshit. But on top of that, uh, he has to sneak in a little thing about how uh, we are liberating North Korea Mm. because that's like one of the big dumb narratives of like Trump's like first year as president was like his incredible chumminess with a sociopath nut who owns nuclear weapons in North Korea. And Q has to make that a good thing. It's like, yeah, Trump hanging out with Kim Jong-un and calling him his bro. It's great. It's actually a positive for America that we're doing this. I I love how reading this, it's just like whoever is writing for Q needed to list off some bad guys but the Middle East is played out. That was like the early 2000s bad guy. I mean, fucking get with it. So he's just like, boom, Russia, China, North Korea, all the classic bad guy hits of the 80s. They're back. <laughs> now that's what I call bad guys, volume three. I'm, yeah, it's the things we're China, China North Korea, the Nazis, Aztecs, pirates, ninjas, just fucking going crazy. <laughs> just coming up with fucking everything to try to spin this bullshit and so this is and and by the way like this whole thing the calm before the storm was a giant QAnon uh, like quote because Trump had used that phrase at a press conference where he was in front of a bunch of military generals and he just like said it and it, and it meant nothing. And the press was like, what does that mean? And he's like, yeah, you'll see. And they were like, no, you're the fucking president. And you just said, this is the calm before the storm. Like, what are we, what's going to happen to us? You're the fucking president. You have inside intel. You have knowledge about things that the public doesn't know about. And you just referenced a storm. So (laughs) spit it out, idiot. And Trump was like, I just felt, sounded good. So it's like, this is why you don't have President Man Baby be the president. Because he says dumb shit and doesn't understand why saying dumb shit is bad. And then you end up getting fucking message boards on Reddit called Calm Before the Storm, which are flooded with QAnon lunatics that have to get kicked off of Reddit. I mean, (laughs) this it's just like this dumb throwaway line that Trump only said because he just knows from his days as being the host of The Apprentice, you got to leave him on a cliffhanger all the time. Like, it's just like the fact that Trump's like, oh, yeah, I'll have my health care plan out in two weeks. It's just that. It's just him just 
pushing it forward and making you tune in because maybe this time you'll find out what your healthcare is going to be or whatever. I love Q's obsession with just sort of like nautical stuff. Calm before the storm, release the Kraken, hard to starboard, all that good shit. Just get some real wet. Hard to starboard. The hard, the the, hard to, they said, right? They're, they're just yeah. Like, no, that's we, all go, we all need to go hard to starboard in 2020. Where, where we go, where we go one, we go starboard. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, man, where we go one, we go all. Yeah. Q not just sassy pirates now. <laughs> and where we go one, we go all actually comes from a terrible movie called White Squall that Q references a lot okay. later Squall, on. Boom. There we go. Squall, storm, wave, cracking. It all tracks. Oh, they, they tie that fucking, uh, that White Squall movie into the storm because of that and all that other shit. They love it. And, there's a that bell. Their two favorite things: white and storms. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. But there's a bell in that movie that reads "Where we go, one we go all in it," and so like they got that from White Squall as well. And they lie and say that bell came from one of John F. Kennedy's uh, boats, but it didn't. It was from that movie. And I actually was talking to someone uh, on Twitter. Uh, Bone Thuggery is their handle. They have no followers. <laughs> So give them their first follower, folks. Help them out. And I was talking to Bone Thuggery about where we go, when we go all. And they actually managed to track it down to a like a boat that was made in Germany in like the early 1900s called uh, the, the the Eye of the Wind. And that, that boat has that bell on it. And they actually filmed uh, White Squall on that boat. So it was why they got that shot of the bell in it. And it's just like... This is the dumb nonsense you find out when you go down these cute rabbit holes. It's like, no, this is just an old wooden boat that was made in Germany like a hundred years ago. It has nothing to do with Kennedy. It has nothing to do with anything. The movie White Squall just happened to get filmed there. And the producer was like, hey, that slogan on that bell seems cool. Let's put it in a shot. And that's it. That's all this was. It's But they have no understanding of where they get their dumb references from. And it's just not from the crazy insightful sources. They think it was John F. Kennedy didn't look at that bell wistfully before getting off his boat, hopping on a plane and flying to Dallas. And then the Captain Paul had to murder him to stop him from WWG one WGA America, as it were. Q, Q when he was writing his stuff, he was just watching his movies featuring boats, video playlist. So he saw white squall. And uh, then, you know, Sydney was also watching it and she's, she saw Pirates of the Caribbean too. So there's your Kraken. You know, we're, we're going to, we're going to crack this case yet, boys. Yes. Where, where does people listen to this podcast probably weren't expecting our, this degree of hardcore sleuthery, <laughs> but here we are. That, that, oh. that, that scrappy do joke that Sarge made earlier in the podcast was like a cheeky little Easter egg to remind the audience that we are meddling kids. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna. Q is not gonna get away with it. Not on our watch. Uh, the, the the meddling adults podcast. <laughs> is, there, is there a true crime podcast called the Meddling Adults Podcast yet? If not, uh, nobody feel yeah, that it's mine. Dibs. It's ours now. Dibs. Yeah, we dibs. we we, yeah, we, we mail the podcast to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be the meddling adults. The, the the meddling adults, a soft boys production. It's gonna be I'm incredible. Because with metal adults, that is a hardcore podcast. We're yes. we're we're gonna, we're gonna get Adnan Syed acquitted. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I was about to say that, I almost, I once again, I almost said we're about to get Adnan Syed off, and I was like, no, 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 no that would yeah. be awful. The last person that ended up dead. Oh, wow, what a horrible joke that was. <laughs> you can edit that one out in post. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. You, 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 you sit in that one. You live with yeah. it. The audience is gonna fucking hate me for that one. I'm so sorry. That was that was rough even for me. <laughs> oh god, yuckers! Uh, uh, don't worry. I promise that Mike Raids will donate to some charity to make up for that one. So, <laughs> so, uh, oh man, now that now that now that L's made my wallet lighter through his uh, transgression. <laughs> <laughs> let us. Uh, question. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, are we going to hard for a second here? Yeah. Uh, while Sarge is breaking up here, uh, we will uh, dive headlong Hi. into the listener questions. Um, the Grand Inquisitor, AIS Millard, asks uh, Will we see the QAnon narrative around the election changes January 20th years, or will people dig in? What will things look like in the weeks after the 20th? Well, Ugh. I feel like we kind of covered the pre uh, section of that because I think the shift from a legal remedy to a military remedy is what they're going to go for. Uh, but the post January 20th shit is like where this thing goes really off the rails. Cause I've heard people making jokes about how they'd be like, well, they're going to say Biden's a clone and the Trump secretly controls him and he's still in charge. But the whole point of QAnon is like the visceral knowledge that you're owning the libs that like, they have to acknowledge that like this chuckle fuck with the orange skin and the dumb hair uh, is their president and they've got to eat shit because Donald Trump is the man and they fucking know it. Like when that melts away, like there's no amount of Rube Goldbergian hoops to jump through and bullshit to navigate to like replace that just lib ownage that is president Trump. You just can't get that in any other. So now it becomes the question is like, does QAnon think that like Trump and Q failed and they're good guys who just couldn't get the job done because the cabal was too strong? Or do they think that Q and Trump were in on it and that Trump and Q were bad guys? So, like, that's going to be like the narrative break that I think is going to be, like, really massive. So do, do, like, you, do you think the, uh, you know, where, where they go one, allegedly they go all, do you think that that's like a fork in the road and that Q supporters in general follow a single path? Or do you think that they kind of split off? And that, you know, some of them start, you know, taking the path less traveled by, and that will make all the difference. Uh, I, I think there will be fracturing because, they're, like, Trump is kind of the glue that holds this whole thing together. But he's the glue because he's a DSX machina that's going to save them from all the bad guys. And when he no longer has that power... There, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be people that are going to be like, he got screwed, but next time he'll figure it out. Trump 2024, we're going to take the White House back. But then there are going to be other people who are going to be like, we didn't get executions. We didn't get anything we wanted. Now you're trying to make us wait four more years for Trump to win when he obviously lost last time. So I think that that is going to be like the big issue is like, how many of QAnon are going to like have hope that like you can win, that you can beat the cabal and are going to basically like stay in that QAnon headspace. Cause the QAnon headspace is just the Illuminati new world order, despair and misery 
with hope added on that at some point we're going to kill the bad guys and win. Whereas when you believe in the Illuminati New World Order shit, you're just sad and you just kind of hope that like God will rapture you one day or maybe God will just send another flood or some bullshit to fix things. You're counting on like a supernatural hero. So like that's going to be the real like interesting pivot is like how many people go the Illuminati route and just get like sad and try to get right with God and just give up on human saviors like Trump and General Flynn and whatnot, will you? And how many like stick to the idea that like there are good people that are fighting the good fight and we need to back them and campaign and donate to them in 2024 and save America that way. Like that's going to be the big divergent point. Whatnot, will you sounds like an old timey comic book character. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. I am here for the What Not Will You series. <laughs> the, uh, the, thanks thanks for the question, and uh, apparently for the new mascot for the podcast, What Not Will You. Old What yeah. Not Will You. And also, uh, are you a dog person or a cat person? Ooh, I'm both. I own two cats and a dog. Bro, I love pussy. Lame joke. No, I grew up with, uh, I grew up with cats. Uh, I like cats and dogs pretty much just about as well. I like smaller animals, so I'm not looking for a big chunky dog. I want a small pick upable dog. Like little 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 pugs are my favorite type of pooches. Yeah. But in general, I, I would prefer to have no fucking pets that I am responsible for. I like other I'm down with OPP. I like other people's pets. <laughs> I yeah, I am also on the I need my pet to be something I can pick up. I like cats because they're almost always asleep. And when I'm bored, I can just like see my cat sleeping on a couch. I can just grab it, pet the cat a little bit. And the cat gets annoyed at me for having woken it up. And then it either acquiesces to my petting and falls asleep on my lap or it just runs away and goes to sleep somewhere else. And either way, I've had my interaction with my pet and I'm happy. Like the idea of having like an 80 pound dog in my house is like bizarre to me. I don't need a massive slobbering beast that like can actually like kind of overpower me in situations. Like that seems terrible. Like just having a small animal is best. I love I love the thought that Mike Reigns is is afraid of a large dog because it could overpower him and have his, have its way with him, make him do whatever he wants. That's right. Uh, I'm going to the Patreon and we'll make uh Mike Reigns read Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or you're the alpha now, dog. You're the alpha. <laughs> or I'll be the victim of hand banana. One of those two things. All of these things are possible. Hand banana. What a. The, 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 thanks for the question, whoever that was. Yeah. That was all good, question. good question. Uh, Chairman Walkman says, uh, "Which Q pusher would you genuinely like to have lunch with?" Oh, we yeah. We went over these, so I'm going to stick with my one from the Lost Pod of Rob Snyder and James Woods. And uh, L, are you sticking with your uh, rather uh, awesome finish that we had? Because this this question actually took us like five hours to answer the original pod. That's uh, why I, mean, I, I can't think because uh, I, I don't know any of these fucks, so I can't think of anybody better. So w- when we when we answered this question when we were filming the Forbidden Pod, my answer was like. If I had my druthers and I got to choose the scenario and sign an NDA and all of that shit, the the one person I, I would really love to just sit down and shoot the breeze with is whoever the fuck is was originally responsible for Q. Like, not even if they are doing it now. Whoever that person is, it would be that person because I would just want to pick their brain and just be like, so this is just like a fucking goof and it got out of hand, right? And like, you like what, what the fuck was the point of all this? And, you know, just find out that good shit, even if I couldn't share it with anyone. Uh, I'd really just like to sit down and talk off the original Q's ear. 
So uh, maybe one day you can slide into Paul Ferber's DMs and after you uh, coax it out of him, he'll agree to get the NDA out to you and you guys can talk and that'll be great. That he's currently working this ridiculously stupid grift on eight uh, call or eight chan. I forget where he is called uh, Big Dick Anon. That's his like new thing. What? And the best part, and the best part of Big Dick Anon is that his prophecy is that the Three Gorges Dam in China is going to like explode or rupture and just spill water everywhere. And it's like you do realize that's an incredibly tangible thing that is like objective. So until that happens, until like this modern Modern marvel of engineering is destroyed. Note will never happen. Your like premier prediction will fail. Maybe maybe he's just planning on destroying the dam himself with his massive dick. This is possible. If uh, if Paul Ferber ends up in China, those people should be terrified <laughs> that he's coming to the Three Gorges Dam with his massive wiener and just going to knock that sucker down with his pecker. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, they'll uh, be like, get out of here with your big dig. We don't want you here. And he'll say, really? I don't give a damn. <laughs> no. that one was mostly just for me because the 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 audio listeners can't see your ugly mugs reacting to that terrible fucking joke that was great so bad i mean uh i've 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 pitched some real wild ones over the plate today that's for sure (laughs) this is what happens when you have to do a retread pod and all of your all of your blade material went out the window the first time around and you can't talk about the loaf anymore it's like when life gives you lemons you clone those lemons it makes super lemons yes uh we did get one more question uh in our time off uh diggler fpv asks uh, has anyone found out who came up with the term adrenochrome were they a huge web uh browser fan who got off a rush of web surfing or comic book writers or just bad writers uh thanks heap guys from osland if i had to guess Uh, i would say that it is probably stolen from some 80s sci-fi novel uh, adrenochrome is an actual real chemical, but like the big moment that it was like, like put into the mainstream was, uh, in fear and loathing in Las Vegas, it was a throwaway gag where like, uh, the Hunter S Thompson character is talking about adrenochrome being this like forbidden drug that they got like straight from the pituitary gland of somebody. And so that was like the real actual reference to it in the mainstream that then made it a part of Chan culture and uh, being an evil black mar- uh, black market drug that had like all kinds of terrifying properties. Uh, they don't even know what it does. Like there'll be people, <laughs> there'll be people that'll tell you adrenochrome can give you like an incredible euphoric high better than like LSD. How do you or think any of- Dick Anand's dick got so big? The adrenochrome he just shoots it in there straight yeah just right into the fucking base of it and it, it grows like a chia pet but you know it's your thing <laughs> yes so yeah chia pet they all- from child blood so, and they also uh have um the belief that adrenochrome gives like eternal life it's like one of their favorite uh things is to Take it, it, the the lockdown gave them this cottage industry of 
taking photos of all these famous people who are like on stage performing or in major shows or at like hall or at like the Oscars or whatever. And they're obviously all done up with makeup and lighting and, and in their dress and they're in their incredible expensive dresses. And, and then they smash cut from like that photo to like them in their house in the lockdown. And they're not wearing makeup and they're wearing like a, they're wearing a torn up t-shirt and their hair's a mess. And they're like, this is what happens when these people don't have their adrenochrome. This is adrenochrome withdrawal. So, so what the fuck is our excuse? We look like shit. We were never on adrenochrome. Uh, the fact that we weren't on adrenochrome in the first place, and when you're not on adrenochrome, you're just a fat slob, apparently. Well, uh, so there, there's your answer, I suppose. It's a real thing, which I didn't know, uh, that you, apparently yeah. was made popular by idiots online who like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the movie. You, you can buy a bottle of adrenochrome online for $50 if you really wanted to. Oh, shit. Maybe that's what we should pivot to. Maybe we should do adrenochrome reviews. Do they come from different sources? Uh, no, it's no, just our sponsors. They've been our sponsors since day one. Adrenochrome. I don't yeah. know their tagline. Okay. <laughs> How great would it be if there were enough suppliers of adrenochrome that we could like sample them and do like a test? We could talk <laughs> about which one makes our dicks bigger and which one makes us feel like we might have eternal life for a little while. Yeah. Uh, the one problem I've heard is that like someone actually tried some adrenochrome and it just gave them a bad headache for a week. So, uh, yeah, because the only actual well, that happens when you get that family adrenochrome. You got to make sure you're getting like good shit. Oh, yes. Yeah, not that best. Always. No, don't trust the brown adrenochrome. Yeah. The, uh, the only medicinal pr- property that it has that people know of is it is a mild coagulant for blood. That's about it. And if you uh, if you had an EpiPen and you literally like exposed it to the air, that would be adrenochrome because all EpiPens are is just adrenaline that is in like that like sponge that you shoot into somebody. And if you just expose adrenaline to oxygen, that's adrenochrome. So adrenochrome is a is a blood coagulant. Yep, that's it. So what you're saying is that with adrenochrome, we could defeat the vile villain Deacon Frost at the end of Blade. Yeah, <laughs> bringing it back. I fucking got there. That's right. <laughs> based, on, based on Mike's reaction, he had no idea it was coming. <laughs> nope. Absolutely done. Full circle. Floating oh, vampire heads. Uh, All right. Well, t- t- take us out there, buddy. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's enough fucking retread podcast for one day. That's good, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, yes, thank you all for listening. Um, I am, you can find me at Poker Politics on Twitter. You can find me on haps.tv uh, at Poker Politics. I'll be doing a uh, stream tonight. Uh, you can find Sarge and L at, on Twitter at, at Hell World Sarge and at Hell World L with the O in world being a Q. Uh, talk to me. Also, I get lonely. Yes, uh, please talk to Sarge. He's like a sugar glider. He will die of sadness if he's not given enough attention. <laughs> and um, if you, uh, again, if you, word of mouth is incredible, but if you can give us some money, we will put it into uh, buying more stuff on Zencaster to help us uh, record this thing and not have our recordings get eaten on patreon.com slash poker politics. On top of that, uh, again, fight human trafficking, love146.org. Yeah, if, uh, if, if my horrible serial joke has put you off the podcast forever, I understand. Give your money to love146.org. 
and or give your money to uh, the Democrats running for Senate in Georgia so that we can actually win the Senate and uh, kick Mitch McConnell uh, figuratively in the groin, even though, again, that man in his rotting body, he may not even like have a groin at this point for all we know. Yeah, many uh, horcruxes have yet to be destroyed for Mitch McConnell. Yeah. So, uh, yep. So having done all of that, we, I will have L uh, lead us into our totally organic finish of the podcast, as it were. Yeah, I mean, if this is your first time here, you might know, might not know. But for everyone else, this is the time of the, of the show. We do our totally organic outro catchphrase Very and we, it's, it's super organic and we never have to count it down. But we do anyway, just so that you guys can play along at home. So I'm just going to go ahead and count us down from from three, two, one. Good speed, speed, Patriots. It sucks every time. Best one yet. Best one yet. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.